Hello, and welcome to the, the Champagne, Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. What the fuck? I don't know if this is shameful, but if you have a small dick, have a good personality. Filling the champagne. Your wife died here. Have a titty. It's not a sex podcast, but it is. is stripper you can grind your clit on a guy's hard dick and come. Right, but you've never made someone come in their pants, right? I'm Candy. I'm Jade. And we are here to be your friendly neighborhood whores and walk you through the ins and outs of the strip club industry. Uncensored. So we wanted to start this podcast because there's a lot of, you know, strip stripper TikTok. There's a lot of stuff yes. going on. And um... so I, you know, when I started, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. Oh, interesting. Yeah. On the audition process and kind of everything. So I watched a lot of those. Mm-hmm. I did not. I only I watched a YouTube video on how to give a lap dance. Oh, I did that too. It was yeah. actually pretty helpful. It was like yeah. five basic moves, which I still mostly just rotate through them. Right. When I give a lap dance. Yeah. But other than that, I just went and I, I raw dog it. I just I just showed up. <laughs> you raw dog that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed up and I was like, listen, okay, well. With this whole podcast, the intro is going to be about our hashtag journeys into hashtag journeys stripping. Um, so I can start about yeah. Um, basically, her, okay. But you're remind the viewers, remind the listeners who you are, who your voice is. Oh yeah, cool. I'm Jade. Um, also my voice is like really extra sultry right now because I'm recovering from a cold. Not COVID. Um, yeah, it was not COVID, so it'll it'll get a little bit more annoying in the coming episodes. Just a little bit. We can only hope. So me, okay. Um, long story short, I was on track to be uh, in academia. I was like gonna do a PhD in sociology. I moved to a very fun west coast city uh close to um <laughs> a very elite university <laughs> and three years in i decided this is not for me this is gonna make me unhappy and i want feel like i want to die every day so i left and i got a job somewhere else in la i can say in la yeah yeah it was in los angeles yeah well now they know we're not in los angeles we're not no <laughs> <laughs> it's okay <laughs> well there's um a lot of other cities yeah that's true. um and while I was there, I was working like a very annoying eight to five. I was like pretty unhappy with my life, which hello, I have depression and it's not, it's not anything different, but I started going to a pole studio, um, just for fun. My cousin had been doing it for a while and she was like, Oh, take a, take a class. And in my family, like most of the girls have been doing ballet since we were four. We're pretty like dance oriented. So it wasn't. I thought, like, it's not going to be that hard to pick up. I'm super flexible. I'm very strong. It kicked my ass. I <laughs> couldn't move for, like, the three days after. <laughs> and I just was like, okay, this is, like, a really fun, challenging activity to do. Also, like, being a young adult in Los Angeles when you're having a work that is not in the industry is very hard to make friends. So I was like, okay, there's, like, a group of girls who are, like, kind of forced to hang out with me. So we became friends. And then the pandemic hit and I couldn't see them anymore. So <laughs> I ordered uh, basically a stripper pole for my room and just, you know, went on Instagram, saw videos, copied them, did it. I got pretty good because I just had so much time to practice. And then after that, I moved to the city where 
Candy and I currently work at <laughs> for a different job. Got fired from it four months in because honestly, yes. I was not great at it. I love a fired queen. <laughs> I was also <laughs> fired from my job. <laughs> I was let go. Um, and I was freaking out because I had just signed a lease in this very expensive city that we live in. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, I was like looking on LinkedIn every single day, applying to so many jobs. And every single job description made me want to die just thinking of doing it. And I was like, well, you know, I have this talent, which is dancing on a pole. So I decided, fuck it. I'll just do it for a little while. I'm going to go try out at like the best clubs in the city. And I went and tried to audition. And that was how I got into it, which is um, I'm going to acknowledge it's not like the most common or it's maybe the least common way to get into stripping, like already knowing how to dance, but not how to do the 80% of the rest of the job, which we're going to talk about. Because, like, when I first went in, I thought I was going to go on stage, dance for three songs, make a ton of money, and then go wait in the back room <laughs> until it was my turn again. Wait, did you really think that? I did not know about <gasps> lap dances. You no. know about lap dances? No, 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 no. Have you never seen, like, a stripper movie or something? Um, Yeah, but, like, Hustlers? They get lap dances and Hustlers. It barely. That's true. She just came out. No, no, no. But they had private rooms. J-Lo came out, made ton of bank. Doing like <laughs> zero tricks, obviously looking like JLo, but <laughs> but she just like it, the room was carpeted in money, and then she just went back, and I didn't see her do a single lap dance. So I was like, oh. "That's true, JLo." They did like private rooms, but I did not see JLo dancing anyone. Oh yeah, they did the private rooms. Yeah, Honestly, I just like... thought I was gonna be JLo. I was like, "That's me." That's you. That's me. And it wasn't so, and it's not Phil. It's not, but it's not all bad. <laughs> no, it's not all bad, but. I would say that dancing on stage is takes, I don't know, depending on how busy it is and how many girls there are, it can be like 10% of your night, can be yeah. 30% of your night. I, yeah, I think there was a big misconception about how much pole dance is, pole dancing is actually a part of the job. Right. We're I thought, getting off track. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I literally thought, okay, I can do like these sick, sick ass tricks. I'm going to make so much money. Would and... you, uh, did you ever think about yourself as a stripper growing up? Like even just like a random, like meandering thought? Absolutely not. Even yeah. when I first started taking classes, um, and we'll get into this at some point, like the hashtag pole fitness versus like stripper, right. um, basically like. It's been kind of whitewashed and made into, like, pole studios for, like, you know, like, upper class. Mostly white ladies can, like, go and get their, like, freak on, sexy on, and then kind of say, like, but hashtag not a stripper. Oh, or, that fucking hashtag. You know, there are competitions where it's, like, very athletic, and, you know, the girls are wearing leotards, and no... Nope. they're wearing pleasers. Some are, some aren't. That's true, yeah. Yeah, so, like, the more athletic ones don't. And it's just, it's basically like, I don't know, it's like tumbling. It looks very gymnastic. And yeah. I have no issue with that. Like, it's really cool. It's a really cool sport. But the the studio I was going to had, like, quote-unquote exotic classes. And we mm. wore heels. And, like, I started to get into, like, blazers and, like, eight-inch heels and blah, blah, blah. And I remember kind of, like, joking around, like, maybe because I hate my job, I'll just, like, drop out and become a stripper. And my mom was like, don't say that. Like, Oh, I didn't. I didn't yeah. know you made those jokes yeah. to your mom. Yeah, because my oh, wow. mom was, like, happy that I had, like, a hobby. Cause, yeah. Like, oh, because your mom knows you pole dance. My mom knows I pole dance. Yeah. She does not know that I strip, which is, like, really... Yeah, so what is your, like, background, I guess? Or, like, where did you grow up? Like, what do you look like? Just Me, because be I'm Mexican. <laughs> Please explain <laughs> to the listeners yeah, yeah, how yeah. you're Mexican. Yeah, I need Mexican. them to know you're brown and I'm white. <laughs> yes, okay. So You're light-skinned, but... 
I, yeah. So I'm, I would say I'm like, I'm, I'm not exactly white passing, but people don't usually guess. I'm what, what did we say? It's like people who are. People who are white know that I'm not one of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not in a bad way, but like I. But never... the non-whites think. But you have an accent. Some people don't fucking hear it. People Sorry. are stupid. We can, we can curse. <laughs> of course we can curse. People are fucking stupid. You obviously have an accent. I know. And I really like, I always say, I think her accent sounds like Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? Gadot. Gadot, whatever. Yeah. I love but that. But see, the, there you go. It sounds Israeli or whatever. It does. You know, it does sound, it does, does sound kind of Israeli. I didn't know you were Mexican. I thought you might be Israeli. Right. And yeah. so I get a lot of like, I get a lot of like, are you like Middle Eastern? Because I wear like, because I have like dark hair. Yeah. My skin isn't, like, white, but it's not super dark. Mm. And then I wear heavy ma- eye makeup, and I get a lot of, like, are you Middle you Eastern? Could, yeah, I can maybe see and that. And then yeah. my stripper name, my stage name at the club that we work at is yeah. Arabic. Mm-hmm. Um, that which, throws people, too. Yeah. Yeah, which I chose um, based on a Dune character. <laughs> if any, if there are any Dune fans, you might guess Paula Trady's sister. Okay, moving on. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, yeah, so... I mean, my family is, like, heavily Catholic. We grew up in Mexico. It's pretty slut-shimmy. Like, with my mom, I have never talked about sex. Like, in her brain, I'm probably still a virgin. Like, because I've never said I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Um, You guys haven't taught, not even, like, hinted at it. No. Wow. I know, which is crazy that I turn out so, like... But you're so with sexual. It. And with it. Like, yeah, that I didn't it. get fucking pregnant in right. college. You're with it, and you're very, like, sexually empowered. That's how I yeah. feel. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess it was, I don't know. I guess it was just, like, moving away. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, You got yeah. some experience. You went to another big city. In New York. Oh, you were uh-huh. just going to say New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, a prestigious know. university in New York, not yeah. to be named. Um. And I don't know. I like fucking. So there you go. Yeah, it's we like fun. fucking. Yeah, I like fucking. <laughs> we we like to come. We like to come. <laughs> Queens love to come. <laughs> but anyway, so the whole point of that is my mom does not know that I strip, which is like something that I talk about with my therapist like every other session because it's like I'm very close with my yeah. mom. But she did know that I dance, and like she knows that there's a giant stripper pole in my room right yeah. now. In my little studio is like my bed stripper pole yeah it's a centerpiece i don't yeah. i don't hate it though i think it's like you know it's you the thing in we the were ex, stage? we went out with her ex the other night and he was like saying that it like looks ugly <laughs> well yeah it's not aesthetically pleasing and no I do, but like it's you though it's like I, it's functional I, I, I hit my toe all the time that's the true you do um, yourself yeah but and then what about you have other i'm just gonna ask you questions so it's like, okay we're okay well, when, then, then we're gonna get to you okay yeah okay we have we're only at 11 minutes okay so we're fine um, what about your other family members, like your sister? Uh, yeah, I'm dadless. This is why I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. She said that as I took a drink of water and I literally almost spat over my fucking brand new Mac. So my dad God is indeed dead. <laughs> oh my God. And this is why I stripped to get approval from older men. No, absolutely not. Um, No. <laughs> but he is dead though. I, I felt like we're kidding around, but no, he's literally dead. <laughs> it's not it's funny. Really it's very sad. It's really sad. It's very sad. Listen, this is how I joke. Anyway, yeah. my sister, I have an older sister um, who lives in the same city as I do, as we do. And she knows I dance. She absolutely hates it. And 
we'll talk about this for sure later on but like there's two there's well, no, there's multiple reasons why she doesn't hate it and i think the safety one is a reasonable one like the way that she does hate it that she does hate it yeah yeah that she doesn't like it yeah like the safety i mean they're we'll talk about how we stay safe what do you mean it's such a safe and wholesome job <laughs> Right, and we, you know, leave with bags of money at 3 a.m., we yeah. around or by ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I get that. I get that. Yeah. But then there's the whole idea of, like, well, now you're making me lie to my mom, which I also get that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. then I, there's there's a little bit of slut-shamey. Slut mm -hmm. It's She's come a long way. Um, I've been dancing for almost, like, nine months. And at first it was, like, the most horrific thing that I could ever do to myself, to my body. Um, she's kind of seen how I've been like pretty happy lately and how like I actually look forward to going to work sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, how I just like have a good time there and how it's like boosted my confidence. Um, how I'm like a lot more self-sufficient because I actually have money. And she hasn't seen me like you know, I'm not the after school special. Like, I drop out of school and become a stripper. And yeah. like, now I do drugs. Right. I, I did drugs before. But, like... Oh, my God. You've done drugs? No. Allegedly. <laughs> Only We've legal. never done one. I've never done one. Coffee? Drug. Um, Yes. Coca-Cola. I did one drug. Uh, once. And, um, yeah. I think the longer I keep doing this without, you know, like, my whole life falling to pieces she's getting more comfortable with it and i just keep it vague you know like do i talk about funny things that happen yeah do i talk about like anything super degrading um no or even like you know spicy things that happen it was spicy and you are single i'm single and ready to mingle <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding i fall in love like once a month with someone at the club she's it's a horrible. cancer yeah. It's a horrible job for me She's to come. It's a cancer to... sun. Oh my god! Wait, I forgot your chart. This is embarrassing. Rude. Sagittarius moon. Oh my god! Yes, and then Leo rising. I knew you're Leo rising. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's my story. That's that's my hashtag journey. That's your hashtag um, journey. And now I'm here. With... And we are going by different like dancer names that we've never used before yes. in other clubs. So I have never danced under the name Candy. And then the same with Jade. We just really want to try to make this as anonymous as possible because we want to be as, you know, uncensored and transparent. But the truth of the matter is it's pretty like sketchy industry. <laughs> and we sign a lot of papers. I don't even know legally like what we can talk about. I mean, yeah. And then also like I, you know, I would say probably most strip clubs are run by organized crime. Right. Yeah. So there is that aspect. Not that they're going to like come knocking down our door. And but... like we can definitely talk about like our personal lives and like yeah, yeah. people are going to hear it. And like, right. We don't want people questions. to find us. And... and that's that's one part of the puzzle. But then the other part is like we are going to talk about the club practices and like how much money they take and how they're exploitative and like the million, thousand, hundreds osha violations right and yeah you know like there's hella illegal stuff that happens at the club yeah and we're gonna talk about it and like people could get pissed if this gets big um when... yeah i could put us in trouble yeah so but i have danced under un the name of another precious jewel <laughs> <laughs> i'm just throwing clues for the people just who clues. like to be detectives you know you know <laughs> kiss, kiss, kiss. um 
So, Candy, tell us about your hashtag journey. My hashtag journey. So, I was born. (laughs) Um, Okay, so my background. So, kind of like Jade, I grew up doing dance. I did ballet. Um, I think I started performing when I was like nine. I did musical theater. I started ballet a few years later. And so, kind of like all during high school, I was performing, whether that be ballet or musical theater. And then I thought I wanted to get into theater and be an actress. Um, So I went to college for theater. I ended up switching my majors, but I did theater in college and I danced in college. And and I was like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't know, acting like sucks. Like I know people love it, but like, it's just so boring. Like I just love to sing and dance. I love to sing and dance. I love to be like dramatic. I wasn't super like in tune with my sexuality or empowered, but like, there was like a dark side of me, even when I was like younger, like I discovered porn pretty early and like, it was very taboo in my house. Like my mom's not like your mom, but it still like was something she didn't want to talk about. Um, so it was something I was always like intrigued. Like I grew up watching like the girls next door and like, I sne- like I would sneak watch it. So which explain what that is. Cause I had no idea. Yeah. So the girls next door, it's, I think most people know. <laughs> no, it's cause I'm Mexican. It's, it's cause <laughs> Um, so it's Hugh Hefner and his three most famous girlfriends is a reality show that follows them living in the Playboy Mansion. And it's very, <clears throat> I mean, it's very tacky and trashy, but I thought it was like very glamorous. And like, and it was weird, obviously. It's like this old man with these three young women, but. Which is like the bimbo. That's yeah, they were bimbo. Structured. I have always been so like enchanted by the idea of bimbos like now it's like a thing i would right. say like it's they're kind of right but like i have the idea of bimbos like the big lips and the big boobs like i used to like do my makeup like secretly in my room and like look at myself and be like oh my god you know like but then i would ne- i that did not transfer over to any other part of my life besides theater like when i got to my late teens i did a few sexier roles and people started like looking at me differently and like so, like, on stage, I could be sexy, but then, like, I could not be it. Like, I was not, I was very awkward. Like, I was homeschooled for a lot of my younger years, too. So, like, socialization and, like, anxiety has always been a thing kind of around that. So, anyways, fast forward. I graduate college with a BA, and I have always been really interested in burlesque. Um, I saw the movie with Christina Aguilera in chair, which is not, like, a good example of burlesque. But I was just very, again, intrigued by it. It's very, like, sexy. And, like, I was, like... I would learn more about it. I'm like, this is like what I want to do. Like, I want to like dance and be sexy and sing if I want to. Like, you know, there are people who do that and I've done it before. And at this point, is being sexy just like on the stage or is it also seeping into the rest of your life? I mean, like, so I started doing it as like a hobby, kind of like you started with a pole, right? Like, I took a class for a few months and then I started performing like once a month. Like, we didn't get paid. It was like a student showcase, which is like bullshit. You should always get paid for doing burlesque, but we got like a drink ticket. Um, and at the time I was with my then partner, we had met, I think sophomore year of college and he was a very vanilla, bless his heart. We we're still friends, but like, I have, like I said, I've always had this like secret, like kind of like kinky, dark side to me. And he was like, anytime I wanted to explore that with him, he'd be like, no, I'm like, I'm going to try like a new position. He's like, oh, this one's fine. I'm like, okay. I would like text him dirty stuff and I'd like get drunk and do it because like I was like nervous and he'd be like, oh, you were like really drunk. And I was like, oh, sheesh. Yeah. Right. I was like, yeah, I'm not like a tall whore. And like, (laughs) but I secretly just wanted to be like a fun whore, but I like hit it. And then it started coming out burlesque because then I started getting noticed. I started taking it really serious. Like I put a lot into my costumes. I went out, I networked, I went to a ton of shows. 
I got like a bigger following on Instagram. I got, I started getting like booked by a lot more people and I started making like pretty decent money in like three years or so, three, four years into it. Like I'd have some months where I'd make enough to pay for my rent um, and maybe more in burlesque. And that's like, I'm not making millions of dollars or even like a normal salary, but you know, uh, so I think the more I got into it, the more my real self like came out. Yeah. Like my burlesque name, which I won't say because people will know. And some people listening to this probably know, but like, I feel like it's like my adult self. Like, I really feel like I relate to it. And I go by this burlesque name, the first club I worked at. And people would always be like, it's obviously like kind of a fake name. They're like, I mean, it's a real name, but like. People have it, but it's just, it's, I think it's actually so on point that it sounds fake. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. They look at me, they're like, of course that's your name. Like, what's your real name? I'm like, no, but like, I actually really enjoy that name. Like, I have friends who I met in Burlesque who just call me my stage name. Like, it's kind of like my, I'm not, it's like my full identity. Like, I'm still my, like, self, but I don't know. It just helped me. It is a little bit like your stage self is like your next Pokemon evolution. Yeah. But now you're more and more being that Pokemon evolution, like, yeah. in your daily life. Yes. That yeah, I'm just kind of owning <laughs> it and doing the things that make me happy. Like, I worked <clears throat> I worked all through college. Um, you know, I kind of, like, supported myself always. That was always really important to me. And then graduating, like, I did not want to work in an office. <laughs> like, I did not want to have a job. So I just kept doing the same job that I did all throughout college, which is, like, fine. It was, like, gigs and stuff. Um, I've, oh my God, one, one podcast will get in all the weird drops I've had. That's like a whole other thing. But, um, so I wasn't someone to always have a concrete schedule. Like I've always made my own schedule and, but it sucked. I was like always hustling, right? Like any extra money I made, I put into burlesque. Mm. Um, like I didn't really go on vacations. I didn't like buy nice clothes. Like I was just so, so, so passionate about it. And, um, eventually I'm like, you know, I'm with my new partner now who I love. We've been almost together for almost four years and you know he got a really good job he's making good money i'm like i want to make good money like i'm tired of just like fucking struggling you know so i started working in tech i spent like basically all of 2019 trying to like get to tech i had a few different jobs and i fucking hated it so much and then i got fired <laughs> for my <laughs> second job and so basically here's the timeline we're, we're getting to the stripping it's sorry it's, it's kind coming. of like it's coming it's coming sorry okay um so january <laughs> So January 2020, and this is after I had started this job in like September, I think. Yeah, I really wasn't there that long. And I, I was in another job before that. Anyways, but this was my first salary big girl job. You know, like I had a pretty good salary. I really liked the first month of it, but I don't know if anyone's ever been in a tech job and they're not all like this, but it's like a cult. Yeah. It's literally a cult. And my manager was like horribly, like emotionally abusive and like manipulative and she just like wanted me and my colleague in the team to work like 50, 60 hour weeks. And I was like, eh, no, bye. I'm going to go do my other life. Like, I don't even care about this. I'm just here for the money. Right. But the thing about tech in a lot of industries, it's like, oh, you're just like here for the money. This isn't a job. You're here for the money. It's like, I'm not like a, I'm not. Honestly, like 50% of the reason I got into stripping is not wanting to write these cover letters. Right. Where you believe in like the ethos of the company. Like no. what you're saying is like, I'm. I'm writing this cover letter. You're trying I, to convince them that, like, you actually care. Like, no, I just want to live no, my fucking life. Yeah, I'm, I was born into capitalism. I right. can't participate. Yeah. Please give me a job. But people don't like that when they think you're just in it for the money. But I definitely was. And I made friends at work. <laughs> I was. But, like, I'm good at my job. Like, I was always really good. I got my shit done. But I just, like, didn't. I did, like, 100%. And she wanted to be, like, at 200%. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, and also, I don't, like, I don't really react well to people being, like, 
mean and bossy to me because I'm like, who the fuck are you? I don't, I don't bow down. I'm very bad at being submissive. So I was like, yeah, fuck you. Like I stopped, like she'd like kind of try to embarrass me at like meetings. And I would just sit in there and be like, okay. Like I would just like not take her shit. I would not apologize. And she got so fucking bad. And I'm like, <laughs> so anyways, I got fired. <laughs> um, and I kind of had not like a breakdown because it was fine because I've always been a hustler. I've always been able to like make that last few hundred dollars for rent. Like I've always figured it out. And so I started doing online sex work. I started doing camming and I started making fetish videos, which again, we can get like more into later. And I had always wanted to be a stripper. Like, I think they're so cool and glamorous. I had tried a few years prior, but I couldn't work it out with my daytime, my day job schedule. So I didn't end up doing it. Um, but it was always a thing. I just, I think it'd be really fun to do. Like as a burlesque performer, I thought it'd be really fun to experience like that side of like striptease and, and entertaining. So I'm curious, like, because my stupid idea of stripping was like, I go on stage, I perform, and then I go backstage yeah. and collect all my money. How did you know that it was different from burlesque and stripping? Like, how did I know about like lap dances and selling and stuff? Yeah. Is that what yeah. Or like, did oh you God. know that? Yeah. You just I'm that? so sweaty. Oh my God. I'm sweating. Look at my belly button. I'm sweating all my fucking fake channel. <laughs> Keep it up my podcast. Oh my God. Keep it Sorry. In. I fake tan because I'm, my skin is like so white. It's translucent and I want to look normal colored <laughs> at the club. Um, but I'm so sweaty. And so I have it on right now, but I'm literally like sweating it off my body. It's great. It's great. It looks so cute. It makes so much money tonight. Yeah. What was your question? <laughs> oh, right. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel media. Like, I think I saw it in shows and movies, and I'd heard, and then I I started to meet strippers when I was doing burlesque, and I... I... And you thought it would be fun to give a lap dance. Because honestly, when I first heard about it, I was fucking horrified. No, I mean, I've gone lap dances before. Like, I've gone gone to strip clubs. You've gone to strip clubs. Okay. Yeah. I'd gone to strip clubs. I went with my, you know, my current partner. We would go get lap dances, and, like, it's just a grand fucking time. I loved it. I loved the atmosphere. I love... I am, I don't know, I consider, I don't know what sexuality I consider myself, but I'm definitely, like, I guess, pans, I hate saying pansexual, but. No, be bi. I'll be bi. (laughs) No, not, shout out to all pansexual listeners, but. (laughs) Um, I date men and women and anyone in between. There you go. So. That's pansexual. I know, but, like, pansexual, I don't know, it just sounds so. Like, you're into pans. Yeah. Pots and pans. Yeah, I'm sexually attracted to pots and pans. Anyway, so I like women. I love a kettle. <laughs> so, like, I, I always knew that was the deal. I always knew it was going to be, like, a little bit of dancing. Not, like, a little bit. I maybe thought half and half. It's, like, dancing, and then it is you are fucking hustling to get into the VIP room. So I knew going the into champagne it, room. The champagne room. Hey, she said it. The name of the podcast. <laughs> um, Take so, a shot. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... So I went to this event at the club that at the time, well, no, still, Jade is working at. Oh, yeah. So I, <laughs> that's who. That's, that was oh, the working yeah. there, yeah. So I, they are having this queer event at um, the club, which means like, not not like the performers were queer, but just like one of the performers at the time, the, uh, one of the dancers at the time, like had a big queer community. One of the strippers. One of the strippers. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I guess I should confuse and say because I'm doing burlesque. Strippers. Yes, not a stripper. One of the strippers um, had, it was like a part of like queer community. So basically like their whole network plus friends came in the whole place. We're going to call it the Sparrow the for Sparrow. the purposes of this podcast. Yeah, we're going to call this club the Sparrow. The whole Sparrow was full of like 
gays and lesbians. I love the gays. I love the gays too. But I do a lot of tricks, so the gays love watching me perform. Yeah, yeah. you're very good on the pole. Um, so I went with some friends because, like, most of my friends are fun and like like sexy things. They're burlesque, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> rubbing a grand old time. Oh my gosh! I, I was so much. That you were working. No, but the thing is, okay, this is actually really good to include. So my friend's friend. We don't have a name for him yet. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. So he wants to buy my other friend a lap dance. And she's like, don't fucking buy me a lap dance. I don't want a lap dance. And I was like, buy me a lap dance. I want a lap dance. Yeah. And he's like, okay, okay. Like, tell me who you like. I'll buy you a lap dance from them. So we watched, like, I don't know, a whole rotation or something. And I saw you dance. And I thought, you look so happy. Like, I, I was so happy. You're like Petey and you're happy and you're doing all these like cool yeah. things. I was like, oh, she's so good. And then I liked you. The and beginning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they, my manager called me Smiley at first. And, yeah. Uh, he hasn't called me that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then this other dancer stripper went on and she was really hot and like, which is funny. I don't think she she's ever danced there since. No, I... Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She, I, don't, I don't think she's been dancing. Yeah. And so basically... I told the thought she was hotter than me. What? That's what I said. <laughs> but like you were a very it was like different because like she was just hot, but like you were a really good dancer. Like it was like two different things. <laughs> oh my god. You have more to offer, okay? Okay, okay. Okay. And so I told the friend that I like both you guys. And then eventually the other dancer came up to me to take me back. It's like, oh, your friend bought you a lap dance. I was like, ooh, which now Oh, so it was this person who thought that girl was hot. No, I'm kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> it was whoever he could get a hold of. Okay, so which I honestly am so glad because if he would have bought a lap dance with you, we would have just like had a lap dance and like that would have been it. Yeah. And I, at, at the beginning also it was so awkward giving girls lap dances. Yeah. I'm very I'm painfully heterosexual. Yeah. It's like no it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> like it's just gross. <laughs> and like ugh. and I still get like very nervous when I give girls lap dances because I'm like, do you like girls? Like, should I be yeah. like, should I treat you like a man, or are you just here because it's like a novelty thing? So I just get like too cute. It's too cute to see. We, yeah. You would not, you would not have liked my lap dance. I yeah. would have been like, hi, well, you're so pretty, right, right exactly. <laughs> I like your shoes, you know. <laughs> but the the stripper that gave me a dance, so she was super connected with the owner. And so we kind of got it, like, she, like, danced for me for, like, a second, but then we just started talking. And so I was like, oh, you know, I tried to work here a few years ago, but it didn't work out. Like, they didn't hire me. And she's like, oh, do you want a job? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I might be, like, too old. Oh, I'm 29, by the way. You didn't say your age. I'm 27. 27. Okay. Yeah, we are grandmas. We are grandma strippers. Yeah. Yeah. We are, like, MILF. Because it's, like, after, like, 25, <laughs> you're in MILF and porn. We're, like, MILF yeah, strippers. strippers. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm like, I do get asked if I have children. I'm like, fuck you. I'm a baby. Like, yeah. uh, babies having babies? No. <laughs> um, and she asked me that and I was like, I don't know. Like, I've always wanted to. But she's like, but you look like super young and like, you're really hot and like, you should do it. Like, it'd be really fun if you want to do it. Like, I will get you a job. And I was like, sure. Sure. Like, but I really, I was like, ah, oh, people always promise stuff and like, don't really follow through. But after that night, like she did, she followed through and she like, was kind of like, not like pushy about it, but like, hey, like. I reached out to her on Instagram and I was like, hey, like, da, 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 da. and she's like, oh, I know. Yeah. I'm like, I sent him your info. He's going to call you. And he, I think I had to call him because the manager's <laughs> bus, Buster? Buster. We're going to call him Buster him. because his face is busted. <laughs> <laughs> he um, looks busted. He looks busted. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's not a good person. Oh, he's not a good person. Um, and but he called me or we talked on the phone. He was like, "Come on in." We met him. No, we met him. I went in and met him. He hired me on the spot. I did not audition. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it was like I was vouched for it. He knew I did. He knew I did burlesque, and I also knew another stripper who worked there who okay. also did burlesque. So there were people who just kind of vouched for me yeah. and. He was like, okay, well, when do you want to start? And then I literally started the next week. And that's kind of how I got. I mean, that was long-winded, but that's kind of how. And that's where you and I met. That's my hashtag journey. Yeah. And then. Beautiful. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, So I think this is just going to be good for intros. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about auditions, which even mm-hmm. though you didn't have to audition for this. But I have auditioned have at auditions. other strip clubs. You have auditioned before you started dancing. Yeah. And then we have been traveling to a couple of, so we'll just go through like how to prepare for an audition what happens during auditions um including fucking body checks which no one had ever talked to me about <gasps> i yeah that yeah. was very it didn't like traumatize me to my core but it was very shocking but also i'm good at dissociating <laughs> Well, yeah, dissociating is a key mecha- coping mechanism. If you want to be a stripper, you have to learn how to dissociate, learn how to be, um, yeah, molested all the time. So just that goes with the asso- yeah, yeah, dissociation yeah. and then just handle rejection and then like put on a smiling face and not let but anything we'll, bother you. But we'll talk about that in more depth. This yes. is not a how-to on becoming a no. stripper, but it, we do want it to be helpful. Um, we do have a a Gmail where you can send questions and comments, yeah, concerns. or stories or yes, anything. If, if you are a stripper and like you want to talk about like how you got into it, yeah, or, like anything, it's I uh, think at some point it'd be fun to have interviews, but we have so much stuff to talk about now. Like, either when we work a same shift or one of us is catching the other one up, like going over all of the tea. And we've done this in front of people in our lives, like friends, yeah. and they're like, oh my god, they're so interesting. It's so interesting. It's also to demystify. It's yeah. like, this is just another type of job. And it is, there's so at the end much of the day. stigma and mystery around it. And, you know, like, even, like, people think it's super glamorous when it's not that really. Or yeah. It's just another fucking job, and we're right. going to talk about it. It's like, almost like a day in a life. Like, this is our shift. We're going to talk to you about all the stuff that happened. We'll have, like, certain episodes, but then sometimes we'll be like, oh, my God, we had the craziest fucking shit debrief. last night. A, a debrief. debrief. Yeah, exactly. Like, shift debriefs. Like, but, here's here's the gossip. Here's what happened. Yes. But if you do have a question or comment, it is crsecretspod at gmail.com. Send it there. We will read it on the podcast. Unless um, it's mean. Um, actually, we might still read it. Yeah, if it's mean. mean, we'll just like do a dramatic reading of it. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny. Really hot. And <laughs> really hot. <laughs> yeah, I was just be like, you guys are so ugly. <laughs> but they don't know if we're so ugly. Annoying. Oh, they can say our voice. I mean, our voices are definitely annoying. She's a fugly I mean... slut and is not to be trusted. <laughs> I um, know my voice is annoying. I feel like that's going to be the rude comments. Be like, you guys don't know what my real voice sounds like. This is, um, is it, this is, this is congested or hot? But you have like, a, it sounds yes, hot yeah. and you also have a hot accent. I'm just like an annoying white girl. <laughs> People always like, oh, you're from SoCal. Huh? I'm like, no. They're like, you're lying. You are. I'm like, no, I'm not. Well, people always say like, oh, I'm from this place. And they're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, cool. All right. Yeah. I guess I just lied. Okay. Anyway, this is a great conversation. Yeah. But, okay, we're going to close this out. Yeah. We're about to get ready for a chef <sighs> early as fuck chef Ooh, it's yeah. a friday but we have to stay at least six hours so if it's like super dead uh, i'm gonna stay no i'm kidding <laughs> i mean no i want to stay too like i'm not gonna chicken out we check in we check we'll in play chicken other. with each other and be like are you are you ready are you ready, ready? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but if it's like popping, like no, I, I'm saying the whole time if it's popping. I just mean if it's like dead and we're like, because when you're dancing and it's like dead, it like starts to like emotionally scar you. You're like, am I? It's draining. You realize you're not. Yeah. You... Am I like actually the ugliest person in the world? Yeah. Am I disgusting? Yeah. Like, am I revolting to the touch? I don't. Wow. But I really, it's like the club is dead and there's two people yes. and they're just not into you, which is normal. Yeah, not everyone's it to everyone, but there is a butt for every seat, a shoe for every foot, and a board category for everything. <laughs> oh, wait, I love that. Wait, that's so cute. That's not my, I took it from um, oh. Jared Freed. Check out his podcast. But he basically says, there's a porn category for everything. Yeah, so that's true. if you think you're discussing, someone out there is jacking off to you. That, which is beautiful. I can tell. That is beautiful. G4. It's wholesome. It's beautiful. <laughs> we love it. So maybe tonight we'll have like a fun, I don't know. Yeah, we'll a fun shift we can talk about. Hopefully, this weekend, and... either good drama or bad drama. Bad yeah. drama is so much more fun, but good drama is like we make a shit ton of money. Well, absolutely debrief. There's also just very funny things that happen. There are. I mean, men it's... dancers, everyone's fucking ridiculous. Everyone Managers, is ridiculous. The it's DJ. like you really do. Even on the bad nights, you do feel like you're <laughs> in a movie. Not to glamorize it. Because yeah. it could be a bad movie, but like you kind of always <laughs> feel like you're in a movie. You're like, I feel like my genre is definitely a comedy. Um, yeah. I think it, I think it's comedy. Like sometimes I want it to be more horror, but I'm a big horror fan. Horrors and horror. Sorry, I know that sounds right. Both. Um, never porn. Honestly, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten fucked in two months. So anyway. Oh my god. Uh, <clears throat> I'm suffering. Yeah, anyway, you're um, real quick. <laughs> I just heard a tumbleweed <laughs> passing through my vagina. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's close this out. Um, All right. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank Uh, you for listening. I'm Candy. I'm Jade. And we will see you next time. Well, you will hear us next time. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) All right. All right.